Welcome into the Better and Green podcast, where you listen in and we help you cash out. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Better Green. That's Better B E T T O R Green. Listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts at Better and Green. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube so you can see our podcast in video form. Recapping our big three picks from this past week. Your boy went three and zero. Zach, two and one with the Commanders and Cowboys, and Ethan one and two with the Cowboys money line. Ethan, what happened, bro? Dude, you know what? Uh, I stand by my picks. Okay, Denver minus three. They were covering the entire game until they weren't. Late field goal by uh, Las Vegas sent it to overtime, and Devontae Adams got the best of them without Denver getting a possession. And uh, my LA Rams plus three, they're going to win that game if Stafford stays healthy. Um, I think they're up 14-10 when Stafford exited and uh, gave way from there. So, yeah, ugly week for me. Uh, Dallas was awesome. Well, obviously, yeah, we all had Dallas. Um, yeah, bounce back. You can only go up from there. So, let's do it. Let's do it. Zach, the squad ride hit, man. How are you feeling? That was the freest bet of the weekend. I'm pretty sure we all said it. It was just no, – I mean, you don't use the word lock, but them being favorite was definitely sus, and it was just a bad spot for the Vikings. I mean, that was great. 1-0 on the squad ride. Let's make it 2-0. Let's do it, man. That's part of the cash-out part, guys. Make sure you're putting money on this. First game, Thanksgiving game. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Bills at Lions. Lions are 10-point underdogs at home with an over-under at 54. Let's go, Ethan. I, I have to start with you first, yeah, man. Start with him. Just go ahead. <laughs> Hang on one sec, boys. Oh, no. Oh, that's Let's such a go, baby! <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> Three straight, baby. <laughs> first time feeling that in, what, decade? Probably. Oh, man, I've been waiting to do that. Goodness. <laughs> Wild card. Okay, we're in the hunt. God. Uh, no, guys. Thursday could get ugly quick. Mm. Um, yeah, Lions, they're looking good. They're three-game win streak. But uh, like you said, 10-point underdog, Buffalo Bills. Um, I really just – I've watched enough Lions games on Thanksgiving to know where these typically go. Um, and now we're getting arguably the best team in football. Um, as much as I would like to say take the points with Detroit, I just can't do it. Uh, I – I like the Bills by 10 quite a bit. I think it could be a bloodbath. Um, and I do also like the over in this game. Um, Detroit typically does at least play competent on Thanksgiving, uh, at least offensively. They do put up points typically. Um, so I'm not going to be surprised with a back-and-forth type of game here. But I do think Buffalo is going to pull away late and probably cover pretty easily in this game. Well, that scares me because I like the Lions actually quite a bit, and the fact that you don't like it scares me. Um, I, I'm assuming the Buffalo is staying in Detroit, right, since they played there? Yeah. Like, yep. That's kind of a weird situation for them. I don't know if they're – I mean, I don't know. It probably might throw them off a little bit, as you said, three-game win streak for the Lions. Um, Bills haven't looked good at all the last, like, three to four weeks, and they're not really blowing teams out either. They're letting them hang around like the Packers on that Sunday night football game is the last one I remember. Um I feel like the Lions are a team that can beat anyone by three or lose to the Texans by three. They're like one of those teams for me. 
Um, and at home this season, the Lions are actually pretty good. Two and three. No loss. Have, no losses have been more than by more than four. So I actually uh, I lean the Lions plus ten here. I actually might play it myself, and I also lean the over fifty four as well. One last thing on that game. Um, I would lean the Lions a lot more if it wasn't Thanksgiving. Uh, I think this is a unique spot for the Bills, where you know Lions always play Thanksgiving, the Bills don't. Um, and it is a nationally televised game. Obviously, all eyes are going to be on them. Uh, you know, no other games are going to interfere. However, Buffalo on deck are in kind of a weird scheduling spot. They play next week Thursday night football against the Patriots in New England, followed by home games against the Jets and the Dolphins. So they have each divisional opponent back to back to back. Um, so normally, if this wasn't Thanksgiving, I would think they would potentially be overlooking Detroit. But since it is Thanksgiving, nationally televised, uh, I, I don't think there's much of a look ahead spot there. I feel like Vegas knows what they're doing with this number, the plus 10. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see them winning by two touchdowns. I know that Detroit's defense hasn't been great, but like you guys were saying, that Lions offense, they're more than capable. Especially um, at home. Especially at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move forward to the Giants at Cowboys. The Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites with the over under set at 45 and a half. Zach, are we going with the Cowboys again? I am not actually. I'm actually going to be fading them this week. Um, I think this is way too many points for a divisional game. Um, like time, nine and a half for teams that meet all the time twice a year is very high number. Just p- could be telling, but. I think I like what Dable's doing in New York. I think they're building the culture. I think that loss against that disgusting Lions team um, just probably it probably ru- definitely rubs them the wrong way. So I definitely lean the Giants nine and a half. Cowboys have lost the last three games on Thanksgiving, and the ones that they have are not very convincing. Um, so I think the whole world's going to be on the Cowboys. You know, they just smoked the eight and one Vikings by what thirty seven. Giants lost to the Lions. I can see the public being on the Cowboys here. But I'm actually going to fade that and go with the Giants, nine and a half. Yep. I, I like that as well. Um, like you said, I mean, Dallas looks, after last week's just ass-kicking against Minnesota, they're, as far as the public goes, they're the best team in the NFL right now. Sure. Um, and then Giants on the flip side got beat by Detroit, which, like I said, Detroit is looking a little bit better right now, but the public just looks at Detroit as the worst team in the league a lot of mm-hmm. the time, so – yeah, uh, this number's probably inflated. I do think Dallas gets the victory, but nine and a half is just way too many points. Um, also, similarly to Buffalo, New York is in kind of an odd scheduling spot where they have four straight divisional games starting with Dallas this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually an edge to New York. I think they're going to want to come out here and kind of get off on a good foot there. They have so many, you know, their entire season is basically uh, going to come down to these next four games in the division if they're going to make the wild card or not. Um, so, yeah, I really do like New York in that game. Um, I actually got lucky enough to find Buffalo at 8.5 and, and Dallas at 8.5 yesterday. So I took a two-team six-point teaser with those two, got both of them down under a field goal. Um, nice. So I already have action on both of those games. Um, as far as the over-under goes, I do lean forty-five over 45.5, uh, but I don't know. It's just a lean. Mm-hmm. Same for me. Yeah, a nine and a half point spread. That's a that's a big number for a divisional game, like you guys were saying. That that's huge. You don't see those very often. 
We have Patriots going to the Vikings house. Vikings are three point favorites after their spanking from the Cowboys. The over under is set at 42 and a half. Ethan, do the Vikings get back on track or are they in free fall right now? No, I'm uh, pretty high on Minnesota right now, actually, in this spot. Uh, actually, love them quite a bit this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I love playing on a team after they just got embarrassed on national TV a uh, week prior at home, you know, eight and one. Uh, everyone was watching that game. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was just an ass kicking from start to finish. Um, not only that, I mentioned New England has a Thursday night game against Buffalo next week. So mm. they, they're probably going to be looking ahead a little bit. That's going to be a huge game for them. Um, so yeah, I, I really like Minnesota to bounce back and cover the three. Um, I would wait though. I do think it's going to get down to two and a half. So I would wait to bet that. Um, I think it's sitting minus three plus 100 right now. So if you do like that plus money, go ahead and grab that. Um, over under 42 and a half. I do lean the under. Uh, however, I do think the number could be a little bit low just based on Minnesota only putting up three points last week and New England only putting up three until that kicker turn in the last 15 seconds of the game. Um, it's just so tough for me to bet a New England over at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think Belichick knows what he's doing. He game plans to get in these low, ugly, low-scoring, ugly, um, just grind-it-out type of games. So I would lean under, but I won't be touching that total either. Potential squad right here is for me as well. I like the Vikings a lot too. It'd be weird to fade them one week and then take them the next, but that's kind of how betting works. Um, I'm the same way. I love taking teams that just got to dest- like not you know like decent teams that just got destroyed and embarrassed at home. And then the, the you know the first thing that the players want to do is play immediately again. Like they're coming out pissed off. I love Vikings minus three here. Um, and that Patriots game against the Jets wasn't even a football game. That was one of the worst games I've ever watched in my life. The home fans booing the offense. Uh, they just their offense is really bad. Uh, I love Jefferson to have a monster game here. Uh, he, had, you know, got pretty shut down against the Cowboys. Um, I love the Vikings here, and I lean the over too. It might you might be right, Zach. It might be a uh, a squad pick because I also like the Vikings in this mm-hmm. game. Uh, is, I mean, th- this is a great spot for him. Unlike last week. Uh, except I'm going to differ and go with the under in this game. I think Belichick, he's going to want to play that hard defense, like you guys were saying, run the clock, uh, run the ball. And I think we just might run out of time before we get to 42. Mm. I I definitely won't be playing it over under, but that's what I would lean. But Vikings minus three is definitely my play for sure. I don't know if I misspoke and said the over, but I actually do prefer the under in that Mm. game. Under. But we'll not be playing it. Gotcha. All right, what about the Texans visiting the Dolphins? Dolphins are 13-point favorites, the highest spread of the week, with the over-under at 46-and-a-half. Zach? Yeah, so this is my team here. Um, weird seeing the Dolphins as a 13-point favorite. I'm not sure I've ever seen that in my 22 years of living. Um, I'm not sure how anyone could confidently take the Texans anything at this point. Um, I mean, I was, same thing with, with the Commanders first time last week. It, they're, they can't put up more than 20 points. And if you're not putting more than 20 points against the Dolphins, you're going to get smoked. They're at least scoring 35 themselves this game. Uh, Texans are the worst defense in terms of yards in the league. Uh, and they're just not going to keep up with the Dolphins. And they're coming off a bye. I, I see an onslaught here. Uh, I think Dolphins can score 40 themselves. So naturally, I'd lean the over. 
I mean, they guys Texans have to score at some point, maybe. But uh, Dolphins minus thirteen, I like. She like a lot this week. I actually uh, differentiate there. I, I lean Houston. I'm never getting to the window with Houston again this season. Uh, mm-hmm. They have burned me multiple times. But I mean, I think they're at rock bottom. There's questions surrounding Davis Mills right now, whether he's going to start or not. Um, and I just think 13 is a lot of points. I could see uh, Houston, you know, they have had moments this year where they are putting up points um, earlier in the season. I think we could see that again. Um, I definitely agree with you that Miami is going to get their fair share. They're going to put up 30 easily. Um, so I do like the over quite a bit in this game. That's where I would be looking to bet it. And mm-hmm. if I was taking the side, I would lean on Houston. Uh I, I also think you can wait, wait on this game, game though. I, I do, do think, think that, that might get, get closer, closer to 14 uh, by kickoff. Yeah, I, I agree there too. Zach, how do you say it? Fins up? Fins up. Putting like this. Fins up, right there. Fins up, baby. Sorry, I don't have a mask like Ethan down there. To put in. <laughs> 46 and a half. Yeah, I'm going with the over two. Uh, Zach, do Waddle and Hill both go over 100? Yeah, I could. I mean, depending how the game's going, because it's gonna. I think, as I said, I think it's gonna be an onslaught. Um, but yes, I I think Hill. I'm pretty sure it's is this week 12. I think even or odd weeks he has like insane weeks. I'm not sure which one it is. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Watt on Hill, I could see both having 100 yards, two of them with 300 yards, three touchdowns. Their offense is unstoppable right now. It's yeah. it's actually awesome to watch. So, yeah. I hope you're right, Zach. I got uh. Jeff, Justin Jefferson is one receiver, and Jalen Waddle is my other on my fantasy team. Oh, so, there you go. My fantasy team as well. Okay, I hope your predictions come true for both of them. They're, yeah, I know they're they're definitely going to feast this week for sure. Yep. <laughs> Bears traveled to New York to play the Jets after the three point loss that they had against the Patriots last week. They're four and a half point favorites at home. Ethan, where are you going with this, man? Oh, this is tough. You know, I lean Chicago for one reason, and that is with the whole fiasco going on around Zach Wilson right now. Um, this post-game interview, you know, they put up three points against the Patriots. Their defense held New England to three points, and he was asked, do you feel like your offense let uh, your defense down? And without hesitation, he said no. Um, now there's speculation that he might be out as the starter this week. It could be Joe Flacco. There's just kind of a lot going on in New York right now. Um, and I think sh- Chicago comes in and uh, they're probably ready, focused. Four and a half is kind of an odd spread anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do lean Chicago. The weirdest part about this game is over under being so low, 39 and a half, where this to me is just dead nuts over. Uh, I'm shocked it's not up in the mid freeze. Um, you know, Chicago's been putting up points left and right with Justin. They've been allowing, um, um, and other and than other than last week, last maybe week, maybe the last two, two weeks, weeks, you know, New York, New York has a competent offense. offense. They can they put, put up points, point. um, and they tend to allow points as well. So I just think this total being under forty is kind of criminal. And I really, I really, really like over. Yeah, I have a lot. I'm obviously a Dolphins fan, so I don't like the Jets. Um, what Zach Wilson said, being saying no, they didn't let his team down, is laughable to me. Uh, you threw for 12 yards in the second half, and you had more uh, completions than uh, they had more punts than you had completions as a team. So you definitely let your team down. I mean, that's just a perfect question to just like you know, be a locker room guy, and you just totally went the wrong way. It actually yep. opened at Jets minus six, and since that Wilson news, it went down to four and a half. 
Mm. So I'm not, they might think they, I think Flacco actually might get the start here. Um, I'm also not sure if you guys have seen the coin flip prediction on the Jets. This guy had like a coin flip for every game and it's 10 and 0 right now. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. It has the Bears yep. winning this game. Yep. So I'm not going to fade the coin. I don't think anybody should. <laughs> I'm going to be over the, I'm going to, I'm going to bet the Bears four and a half. If you fade the coin, it's 10 and 0. I mean, and the Bears are feisty. I mean, this is feels his day to day for the, uh, the shoulder, I believe. So this is assuming that he's playing. Um, but I don't know. I think four and a half is too many points. I agree on the over as well. Bears defense is really bad. So I think both teams are going to be decent at scoring. But don't fade the coin. Go with the Bears here. Yeah, that coin is the most profitable uh, it's not right lost. now this far in the NFL season. Oh, but the, the coin, coin also has more in the AFC Championship game and losing. So I'm not sure how likely that is happening for the coin, but I'm just saying. Regular season success. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Bears. You, you got to take the Bears this week, uh, especially if Fields plays. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so easy, but I'm going the under in this game, even though it's slow. Uh, man, that Jets, their offense is just so bad. And it's then awful. the Bears, the Bears offense going against a good Jets defense. Mm-hmm. I, I know I know it's slow, but I, I still like the under in this game. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I really like the over, but. Push will come to shove. Yes. Yes. Someone's got to win a U2 there. So, right. (laughs) I do have one last thing to say about this. I mentioned last week on the show that I have Jets under two division wins. So, God, that partner turn was so awesome. Yeah, that that definitely was good. I was happy to see that as a Dolphins fan as well. All right. Ravens, they travel to Jacksonville to face the Jags. Jags are four point. Underdogs at home, over under set up forty three and a half. Uh, let's go to you, Zach. What do you think? Yeah, this line sus to me. Very yes. sus. Uh, Jaguars have been bad. Um, just offense. Lawrence was good in the beginning of the year, and he just hasn't been the same. Public's going to be all over the Ravens here. I think this is about like an eighty five percent Ravens public bet here. So naturally, I'm going to lean the Jags plus four. I'm not going to be taking it because I just can't get myself to bet a Jaguars team. Um, Jags do play close tight games. I'll say that, uh, their biggest loss is to the chiefs by 10 and at home is seven points. So they do play close. Um, my favorite player is actually probably the under in this game, 43 and a half Ravens offense. That is just too, so many injuries are just beat up 13 points against the Panthers at home is bad. And the Ravens defense has been really, really good. So, and they're the best, they're best run defense. So if you keep uh, the Jags running back, uh, Travis Etienne in check, uh, they're not in trouble scoring. So I think my favorite play is the under in this game. Yeah, so I like Baltimore minus four in this game. Um, call me square. I am kind of going to side with the public in this one. I don't know if I'll bet it, but I do think it's a nice spot for Baltimore to bounce back. Um, after, you know, they let an egg against Carolina this past week, only putting up 13 points. Um, I was on them minus six and a half in the first half. They beat. Yeah, didn't even – score seven in the first half uh, it was three zero at halftime had three shots at the end zone to end the half couldn't get there but um i just think their offense is too explosive you know i think they are supposed to get either gus edwards or jk dobbin that's big that's whichever big. one they choose to go with um or potentially get both of them back um the thing that does scare me is jacksonville is coming off of their bye uh so they're probably well rested ready to rock which kind of leads me to the over in this game. Um, mm. 
I know Baltimore is a little bit banged up, but I think Andrews is just getting healthier by the day. They do get some of those running backs back. Um, and then, like I said, Jacksonville coming in off the bye, ETN's been a monster. Um, so I do lean the over. I probably won't get involved in this game whatsoever, but those would be my leans for the week. Yeah, same for me. I'm not getting in this game either. I like the Ravens in this one. Um, I, I can see them winning by like a touchdown. I think it's going to be a blowout. But that Ravens defense, um, it, it's even more of the Jacksonville offense being so young that I think that that Ravens defense, that they're going to make enough mistakes that the defense is going to be able to capitalize. Mm-hmm. Falcons at Commanders. The Commanders are four points favorites with the over-under set at 42. Ethan, who are you rolling with, man? Yeah, this one's kind of ugly as well, but I lean Atlanta on this game. Um, I tried fading Washington last week. Didn't work out so well at all uh, against Zach's better judgment there with the Texans. I didn't actually bet it, but that was my lean. Uh, This week, I just think kind of a bad spot for Washington. They do have the Giants on deck. Um, And I just think at this point, they're probably just a little bit overvalued in the betting market uh, with those the win against Philly and then the dominant win against Houston. Um, and Atlanta's just been playing teams really tough this year. So I think four points for Atlanta might just be a point or two too much. Um, again, just a lean, won't be playing it. Um, and I also lean the under in this game. But again, just not not too much reasoning behind that, just kind of a lean. Yeah, so commanders were minus three yesterday. It went up to four, so I like that for me. I like the commanders again. I'm taking them again for me. Um Falcons losing pits also is going to hurt a lot more than people think. He wants to put up the numbers, but I think that's the main guy that every team had to game plan around because he's just such an athletic freak. Um, Commanders, I liked him last week against the Texans. Taylor Heineke just wins. He's a winner. That team loves him. Um, Atlanta's bottom 10 against the run, so I think Robinson and Gibson continue to do well. And Washington's six overall against the run, which Atlanta loves to do. They're not, they can't really pass at all. Um, Atlanta's defense in general just isn't good. Um, I love the I love the Commanders here again. They might be my big three. We'll see. Uh, mm. I have to decide as the show goes, but they could be in it again. It's ballsy. I love him. I love Heineke, man. He's electric. I love him. <laughs> I I'm I'm with you, Zach. I like the Commanders in this one. I really wish it was a three point spread. It was, and I was a lot. But since it, I I I do like the line movement though. Going to our yeah, favorite. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think I, I saw something about Chase Young might come back this week. Do we had any update on that? I don't know for sure, but I, I've heard rumors swirling that he's getting really close. So yeah, I would love that for me. I would love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That could change some things. Their defense is already ridiculous. Never mind if they get him back. Right. Yeah, but I got a lot of dudes. I might be a little biased in this because Washington did burn me like three yeah. weeks in a row early in the season. So I just can't get myself to even hardly look their way anymore. <laughs> that, was, that was with once though. You got to realize Heineke's different. Yeah, very true. Heineke's different. Very true. It's like an ex-girlfriend, Ethan. You, yeah. you got to yeah, leave the bits in the dust. Move on. Is. Move <laughs> not, they're not all the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Bengals head to Tennessee to face the Titans. Titans are one and a half point underdogs. The over-under is set at 42-and-a-half. Ethan, this is this is going to be kind of an ugly game. Titans are going to try to make it ugly. What do you think? Yeah, I absolutely love side and total in this game. Uh, 
actually probably my favorite game of the week. Really? Uh, love it. Yeah. It's in suspense. Come on. Yeah. Really bad spot for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, after playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, uh, they have Kansas City on deck, a rematch of the AFC championship game. Um, and Tennessee at home, man, they just they they play so well in games like this against big AFC opponents. Uh, you know, they've had plenty of experience. They've played Kansas City, Buffalo a lot in the last couple of years. Um, and they always just play these teams tough. I, I really like Tennessee. Uh, I don't even need the point and a half. Just give me the money line. I think Tennessee wins this game outright. Um, and I love the over in this game as well, 42 and a half. Uh, Tennessee has scored 17 or more points in nine of their 10 games this season. Uh, Cincinnati has scored 24 or more in six of their 10, which would get you to the 43. Um, and since he's also 4-0-1 to the over in their last five. So I think they're also supposed to get Jamar Chase back this week, um, which he'll still be banged up. But I think he, you know, he adds that. Um he can kind of run the field and kind of spread out that defense a little bit. So I, I really love Tennessee money line. Um, and I really love the over in this game as well. Yeah. Um, I also lean the Titans. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm as confident as you and you, but I do always like, like the Titans at home. They're just, they, they know how to make games just as gross for them. Like just Henry, just give him the ball. Uh, both teams are on fire. Titans seven and one last say Bengals six and two. Um, well, they might be getting chased back, but they're probably not. I don't, I don't know about Mixon. He got hurt last game. They didn't come back. That definitely could hurt the Bengals a lot, receiving and running. Um, I mean, it's probably going to make them more one-dimensional than they already are. They don't really run the ball great anyways. Uh, Titans are the best defense against the run. So I, I do – I lean the Titans and the over as well. I do like the over in this game as well as with Ethan. Uh, I feel like the Titans always just score at least like 21 points at home. So naturally, I mean, 42 and a half is pretty low. Uh, I think Burrow puts up his points. Henry has a good game. So I like the over in this game the most. Give us a round of Titans. Rounds of Titans and a round of overs. I also yeah. like uh, that game as well. If you just look at the best running back Cincinnati's face this year, Nick Chubb just ate that team up. I think Browns won 32 to 13 in that game. Yeah. Uh, and Derrick Henry's obviously probably better than Chubb. Um, but definitely those are the top two backs that Cincinnati is going to face this year. I think Derrick Henry has a day um, and 32, 13, that would get us to our over as well. So <laughs> that would be a nice little sweat for you there. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Broncos head to Carolina to face the Panthers. Panthers are two and a half point underdogs over under set at 35. It's the lowest over under on the slate. Zach, I'll start with you. Yeah, in my notes here, I literally just said, don't care betting the under. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I'm not picking a side. These teams are just, they suck. Uh, but I don't get how you can confidently take a Broncos over right now. There's no, they can't score. And I don't care who's calling plays. I know Hackett didn't do it last week, didn't matter. Um, Panthers defense is good. Broncos defense is good. Totals is low for a reason. I don't even, I could see this going not even 27 points total. Uh, I, I'll leave me under. All I have is don't care going under. So <laughs> that's all I care about this game. Yeah. In my notes, I have puke in my mouth and swallow it game of the week. Just yeah. absolutely disgusting. Won't be betting it. Um, I 
just lean a touch over just because a 20 to 16 game could get you there. But, uh, you, you, I mean, you would think. You would think. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'd have to go Denver minus two and a half as well, but that's just so Denver. This is such a Denver spread, minus two and a half, minus three, mm-hmm. and a low total. I mean, how many times this year have we seen that? I won't be touching it, but you got to lean Denver, I think, and uh, who knows about that over-under. But it's it's the lowest total I've seen in the NFL and maybe ever. And the Broncos can't score. In a so. game that doesn't have a bunch of weather going on. Yeah, there. right. Keep pounding. We're taking the Panthers plus two and a half, mm-hmm. and we're going with the under. Nice. Bucks travel to face the Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland is three point underdogs with the over under set at 43 and a half. Zach, I'm going to go to you first. Um, Brady and the Bucks coming off a bye. Yeah, um, I, I don't really, I don't really know how to read this game. Uh, Browns being plus three, so seems like a little short line for them. I mean, Brissett really hasn't been. He played well against the Bills, but I don't know. I just don't like. I'm not. I've never been a fan of Brissett. Uh, probably because he screwed me with the Dolphins last year, but whatever. Um, Browns do play well at home. Don't like besides the loss of the Pats, they usually keep games really close. Uh, and the Bucks on the road have been bad. They lost the Steelers and the Panthers. I think Browns show some fight here. I, I would lean the plus three. Uh, Chubb got bottled up last week. I think he has a bounce back week again, a back, bounce back week this week. I won't be betting this game, but I lean the Browns with the points. Yeah, I definitely – I like uh, Tampa on this game. I think – I've kind of talked about it, but since that divorce went final, I think Tampa is just a huge play on team for me. Um, I think they do kind of get back to where we thought they'd – they're not going to get up to – where they have been in the last couple of years, but I think they start playing a lot better. Um, and then coming off the bye too, that's just another week to get healthy, get things behind Brady in his personal life and uh, kind of adjust to his new normal. So I'm going to keep playing on Tampa until they give me a reason not to at this point, especially in this point range. Um, so yeah, give me Tampa Bay minus the three. Um, the only th- negative thing I think going for Tampa is they do have New Orleans on Monday Night Football next week. But I think with eight days to prepare for that, um, and they typically, um, well, typically they don't do well against New Orleans, but they've already beat them. They've already beat them once this year. Um, I don't think it's a huge look-ahead spot for them, especially with the bye, um, you know, just happening for them last week. So, yeah, give me Tampa. uh, And then I would lean the under in this game, but it's sitting about right where I would have it at 43. So it's kind of a tough call there. Yep. Ethan, how do you think that Buccaneers offensive line handles the Cleveland defensive line? Yeah, I mean, that's partially why I would lean under. Um, I, I do think they'll get get some penetration, make Brady throw early on a lot of plays. But um, I do also think Tampa is going to just have it well game planned. Um, I think they will be able to exploit. Uh, you know, they'll do some dump downs, some quick throws, kind of try to get the ball out of Brady's hands before um, – you know, Miles Garrett and Clowney can get to him. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm just really – Tampa Bay and Dallas are kind of my teams right now. I'm just – I really think we're going to see their best football moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think you sold me. I think <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bucks. Very well said, Ethan. Thank you. Raiders travel to Seattle. Seattle is three-and-a-half point favorites. 47-and-a-half is the spread. 
Zach, which way are you leaning? Yeah, so this is – I think this line is set perfectly. Uh, three and a half is probably exactly where I would. This is a Raiders line to me. I'd lean the Raiders just because of the hook. I think it's literally going to be a three-point game, Seahawks way. Um, Raiders finally win a one-possession game. Seahawks are coming off a bye. Although the last two games that they came off a bye last two years, they lost them. Um, Raiders have been having to lean on Jacobs a lot. It's been working. Seattle's bottom five in rush defense. Uh, both defenses are bottom half in the league. I like the over 47.5 in this game. I think points will be scored both ways, and I would lean the Raiders with the points. I'm going against you again. I like Seattle minus mm-hmm. the 3.5. Uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of big into the the spots here. So I do think uh, Vegas is in a tough spot. Um, they have uh, back-to-back divisional – or not back-to-back, but – they played a divisional game. They now get Seattle. Then they have another divisional game on deck. Um, and Seattle, you know, NFC opponent versus the AFC, they don't play each other that often. Uh, doesn't mean too much going into tiebreakers if, for whatever reason, the Raiders were to go on a run here and uh, threaten to make the playoffs. So just kind of a, a weird game for them. Doesn't mean a whole lot. Um, I think they're probably focused on uh, – the following week. So I would lean Seattle with the point. Um, kind of like the over 47 and a half as well. I think Seattle's defense can be exploited. I think LA's or Las Vegas's defense can be exploited as well. And both offenses shown that they can put up points. So I'd lean the over, lean Seattle. Won't be betting it. Same. I don't like that either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the over <laughs> as well. And I mean, Gino's the boat, right? He's been well, playing out of his mind this year. So well, I'm not write him off him. because he writes back. So are you? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. MVP conversation. Yeah, for real. Gino. I'm very, I'm very happy for him. He's been doing very well. So yeah. yeah. Do, do you guys think he uh, qualifies for comeback player of the year? Yeah. I mean, it's usually like an injury award, but it uh, is. Well, because who else is, who else is in it right now? Who else would like Saquon? Saquon. Saquon. Saquon yeah. 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 He's beast him. Yeah. yeah. But you know, definitely up there. there. I mean, they if they win their division. division it's hard, it's hard to not, not give them it. To be right. honest, that's so, a weird award. It, it, it is. is. It's a lot it's of like storyline story award. And, right. Yeah. It is. At, I mean, at that Gino has the best storyline, even over Saquon. I think. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chargers head out to the desert to play the Cardinals. Cardinals are four and a half point underdogs. The over/under is set at forty-seven and a half. Ethan. Are you taking the points of the Cardinals? Believe it or not, I am. Uh, it's kind of a painful one. I actually like it quite a bit, though. Uh, again, it's another tough spot for L.A. coming off that Chiefs game. Uh, they have the Raiders on deck, and they play uh, an NFC opponent that they're not really going to probably care that much about, um, especially after last night's game. They're going to look at that and say, we should be able to go in here and get the win pretty easily. Um, and, you know, obviously LA, Kansas city, that's just, uh, they go all out for those matchups. Um, so I think LA, you know, kind of put it all on the table last week, trying to compete with Kansas city, didn't quite get the win there. Um, so I just think it is a pretty bad spot for LA, Arizona also embarrassed on Monday night football. Uh, they should be getting Kyler back. I think they bounce back. Um, give me. Yeah, give me the points of Arizona. I think LA finds a way to get the win here. 
but I'll take the points. Um, and then also uh, Arizona is also going into a bye, so I do like playing on teams right before their bye week as well. Um, and I'll lean the over in this game too, just too many weapons on offense for both teams to not look at the over here. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, not going to be, be, be betting this game, game but I'll lean the Cardinals as well for half. I think, I think betting the Chargers as a favorite is always risky because it seems like they always find a way to lose a game or just don't cover. Um, you know, Mike Williams got hurt for the Chargers as well. That kind of hurt them when he did get go down Sunday night. Uh, Kenneth Murray on defense for them got hurt. They just keep getting injured. They can never stay healthy. Um, I'm assuming Kyler's probably going to play, so I will lean the Cardinals four and a half, but I won't be playing it. That's a pretty bold statement with the new Call of Duty coming out. You think he's going to play? <laughs> yeah, there, War, Warzone 2 is out. He's probably been grinding it. That is true. He right. has, man. Yeah, he's definitely been playing. He should be healthy enough then. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing. Yeah, probably just his thumbs with the joysticks. That might be a little sore. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. Here's an interesting. Who's going to uh, fill the stands in this game because the Chargers can't fill their stadium? Mm-hmm. The Cardinals can't fill their stadium, so yeah, I mean, who, who's going to be showing up to watch this? I don't know. That's a good question. Is it close enough for like drunk ASU students? Uh, yeah, I think it, they could probably make it there. Oh, they definitely know how to make it work if they Quite want. Quite the Uber charge, but they they'll get there. Make it work down there. Yeah. <laughs> Saints travel out to California to face the 49ers. 49ers are nine and a half point favorites with the over under set at 43. Zach, that's that's a big number, nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably gonna be swallowing it too. I'm not sure I'm gonna play it. Depends on my bets going in the noon games. That's always kind of how it goes for me. Uh, but I think the, I think the number is high here for a reason. The Niners are they're really they're, I, I think we said it last week they're the most talented team, top to bottom. They're really good, and they're finding you how to use McCaffrey and Debo together. Both had good games last week. Four Niners have the best rush defense, so Kamara might be neutralized in that regard. Making them one even more one-dimensional with Andy Dalton quarterback is never a good recipe for a success. I'll take the Niners minus nine and a half here, and I lean the over too, but more so like the Niners with the points. Sickest unis in the game, as we saw in our draft last week. We did. That's good for a point or two at least. Yeah, you got to look good, play good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Play good, pay good. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I like San Fran as well here. Uh, New Orleans got Tampa Bay on deck Monday night football revenge spot. It could be looking ahead. I don't know so much. I mean, they're in kind of a precarious situation themselves this season. But, yeah, San Fran, I, I leaned on Arizona plus the points last night, and we saw how that went. Uh, I, I don't see much of a difference here. They're just uh, mm. they're explosive. They can score from all over the field. Uh, tight end, Debo Samuel, wherever they line him up at. Uh, McCaffrey, I mean, it's just – it's very impressive. There's, oh, way, there's way too many weapons on that team, it's man. It's insane. So good. Yeah. Their defense even has weapons, which they is kind of odd to say. But yeah, yeah. Incredible. yeah, just really well-rounded team. Uh, so, yeah, I would lay it with San Fran. Uh, lean the over as well because I got burned so hard in that under last night. <laughs> that I just watched it with my own two eyes what San Fran can do in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no one clearly wanted to tackle George Kittle. So I guess if, the, if he gets the ball down the middle, I mean, that's probably just going to be a touchdown for him. So, yeah, give me the over. Give me San Fran. I'm not going to get burnt two weeks in a row on similar spots there. Mm-hmm. 
I, I would say this could be a squad ride too. I love the 49ers this mm. week. I love them. Um, I think we were saying the same thing last week. There's just too many good players on both sides of the ball. And the Saints, man, they got Alave and uh, Kamara, but man, they're really outclassed in this game, I think. Yeah, for sure. Every out roster. Yeah. I will say we talked about Taysom Hill last week. They got him more involved this week. They came away with a victory. So mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good things happen when you give him the ball. I, I, get I mean, the guy of the football. I get it. He's like really greedy in the red zone. He never hands it off on a read option. He'll always take it himself. But he finds ways to get in the end zone. It so pays yeah. off a lot of the time. It does. It does. And the coaches so, even came out and said, we need to get our unicorn the ball. Quote, unquote. Called him a unicorn. Mm. Yeah. Get that guy the ball. You win football games when he touches it. Mm-hmm. But is the play in this game a over for any of the uh, single player props? Um, I mean, I confident, go, but probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would maybe look at McCaffrey two plus touchdowns. McCaffrey. I don't see why not. That I I have no clue what the number on that would be, but Saints have been struggling struggling to stop the run too, so it could be a CMC day. Or in a Debo day, whatever you want to. I mean, just and either of them two could score. I have them both score. I mean, they almost have too many weapons to where it's tough to take player props. Yeah, literally, literally, that's tough. Maybe a uh, team total over for San Fran could be worth a look. There you go. There you go. Uh, Rams travel to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are fourteen and a half point favorites. Over two touchdowns. Over under set at forty four. Um. I need time to think about this game. So, Ethan, I'm going to go to you first. Yeah, another one I, I like quite a bit. I like L.A. again, going back to the well with this team. Really? 14 and a half is just so much. Um, and, you know, I, I just think coming into this year, these were kind of the cream of the crop teams, two of them at least. Um, I think L.A.'s probably had this game circle on their calendar since it came out on the schedule. Uh, I do think they'll be pretty prepared. Obviously, I would like it a lot better if Stafford's playing. I don't know if he will be. I don't really care, though. I still think 14 and a half is too much. And my main reason for that is horrible stop, spot for Kansas City coming off that hard-fought game with the Chargers on Sunday night and then having a uh, AFC championship rematch with Cincinnati next week. Uh, and they're obviously going to want their revenge on Cincinnati. No one really gave the Bengals a chance in that game last year, and obviously the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Um, so I think Kansas City is going to be – they think they can just waltz right in, beat this Rams team fairly easily, get out and go get their revenge on Cincinnati. Uh, so I just think 14 and a half is way too many. Um, give me the Rams with the points here. I will be looking at Kansas City against the Bengals next week, though. I do think they come ready to rock. Um, and then – I really don't know what to make of this over-under. It's tough at 44 to take an under with the Chiefs. So I guess I lean over, but I, I really like the side. Don't love the total so much. Yeah, this is – I don't think I'll be betting either side of this game, but I'll lean the Rams with the hook 14.5. The Chiefs, I could be wrong. Ben would know more than me. I feel like the Chiefs don't really blow teams out. I feel like they always let them kind of hang around. 14.5 is a lot of points for a team that has a lot of pride in the Rams. That defense has a lot of guys – have a lot of pride there. No idea if Stafford's playing. I doubt he does because that's two weeks in a row with a head injury. So I don't feel probably really cautious about it. Um, Chiefs are coming. Yeah, I agree with the Bengals spot. That was a really good point. Um, I, I would lean the Rams, but I won't be taking it. 
I, I hate picking against them two weeks in a row. But four, 14 and a half is just a huge number. Wow. And if, if they go up, they're, they're not going to risk injury next week against the Bengals, which is a huge game, just to blow out the Rams at home. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make sense. Andy Reid doesn't coach like that. Um, but I think definitely the lean in this game is you go with the Rams and you go with the over. Because un- unless the Chiefs blow them out and they're able to like stop the Rams completely from scoring, uh, then you could maybe take the under. But I think the Rams are going to score enough to keep it within maybe within 10. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? And then I think you have to go with the over at that point because the Chiefs are going to score. Yeah, they how much. Get theirs. yeah, they'll get theirs. What, when they decide to stop. Right. Yeah. Ben, you might know better than me, but haven't the Chiefs been like one of the worst against the spread teams in the league the last like two years? We're terrible. We're well, yeah, I mean, they they're get also, all the love. Yeah, they're also always like ten point favorites. And right. Eventually, yeah. they're not going to. Come. I mean, that's it's an NFL team they're playing now. You know. Right. The yeah. public always loves them, and right. And exactly. yeah, they've been the best team in football for four, fourteen five and years. a half. Also, like that hook, I could see them literally winning by fourteen. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. That one. backdoor cover is going to be open. Yeah, hundred percent. Really, the entire game. Yeah, you you, I, you have to have balls on the table to take the Chiefs fourteen and a half this week, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the fantasy effect too. Mm-hmm. I feel like people want to bet on the Chiefs because they want the Chiefs to do good for them. But Kelsey Mahomes just three touchdowns yeah. again. I mean, yeah, I, right. I agree. Right. The Sunday night game. The Sunday night game, the Packers go to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Eagles are a touchdown favorite with the over-under set at 46. Uh, Zach, are we rolling with the Eagles? Minus seven, the Packers look terrible this year. Yeah, I'm sure NBC saw this game in the beginning. I was like, oh, we got Packers-Eagles NFC. This is going to be awesome. And now Packers just stink. Um, I'm honestly surprised this number is not a little higher. I actually lean the Packers here. Um, Eagles have been struggling to score. They, I don't know. Their offense has been a little weird. Uh, I, I would love – I mean, if I'm getting seven points with Aaron Rodgers on my team, I'm probably going to take it nine times out of ten. Um, Packers offense last game wasn't didn't look good. You had it still a seven-point spread. Uh, both these defenses do top the pass extremely well, so it's going to be a, probably a grinded-out game. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders just run the ball. So I naturally need under here too. I like the Packers with the under. I'm with you on the Packers here. Uh, I don't know if I can get myself to bet the Packers again. Yes. They're just, oh, yeah. man. They show up and they play so well one week against Dallas and just lay a complete egg against uh, Tennessee. They just looked completely horrible and out of sync in that game. Uh, I do lean the seven, though. I just think it's a lot of points, um, especially on a Sunday night game. And they're kind of have coming off a mini buy with that Thursday night football game and not having to yeah. play again until Sunday night. So it's just a lot of points. Um, I would actually lean the over 46. I still think there is quite a bit of firepower between both teams. Uh, I do like Alan Lazard. I like Christian Watson for the Packers. He's been a monster each of the last two games. Cobb's back, and he did really well. Cobb's back. Um, I think Romeo Dobbs also might be coming back for that. That would be huge, yeah. So I just think, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of firepower. I I won't be on too many totals this week. I think a lot of the lines are kind of set right where they should be. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that would be my lean. I probably won't be on the Packers again either because I just can't get hurt by them again. I've done it too many times. So I'm with you. Yeah. 
I'm taking the Eagles. Eagles at home. Um, but I'm taking the under in this game. Um, we've seen better offenses get stymied by the Eagles defense. And as bad as the Packers have looked this year, I mean, I don't think they're Aaron Rodgers is you're gonna be seeing him cussing and screaming on the sidelines. He is gonna get frustrated in this game. Um, and the Eagles know it. They're gonna make sure that they do all they can to stop the run. And I, I'm actually a little surprised this line's not higher. I really like the Eagles this Same. Game. I'm surprised it's not higher, too. Yeah. Let's get to the Monday night game. The Steelers are at Indianapolis. Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites with the over-under set at 39. Zach, the Colts are the favorites in this game. That is correct with Jeff Saturday as a coach. Um, Steelers absolutely screwed me last week at not covering that game. It's hard for me to bet him again. I probably won't bet anything in this game. It's just a weird game. I, I don't know if we make these two teams. Steelers offense actually was really good in the first half last week. Second half couldn't get a first down to save their lives. Uh, George Pickens is awesome. Pittman's. I like Pittman and Pickens in this game. If I had to do anything, it's a Pittman prop. Uh, Steelers are dead last in pass defense. So, yeah, I'd probably take the best receiver on our team to do well. I'd lean the Colts with the under, but I won't be taking a side or a total in this game. I'm the exact same way. I lean Colts. I lean under. Uh, I could see this being like a 20 to 13 type of game, but oh, there's just so much unknown. I mean, it's so. I don't want to be late. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to lay points with Indy, mm-hmm. uh, but I also think they are playing inspired loose football for Jeff Saturday. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to back Pittsburgh either. It's just kind of tough. Um, and again, Zach, like you had mentioned, Green Bay and Philly. They probably thought going into the year that was going to be a huge game. They probably thought Pittsburgh Indy was probably going to be a decent game as well. Um, I'm I mean, shocked it's not flexed, honestly. But yeah, seriously, I know Pittsburgh wasn't projected to do too well coming in, but there's some history between those teams there. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's just going to be an ugly game. I think I would take the under if anything, but also. That'd be my third week in a row taking the Monday Night Football under, and I don't want to get burned a third week in a row. So uh, I'll probably stay away and just be happy on a Monday night for once. There you go. Even if this line was flipped, I'm taking the Steelers. Even if the Steelers are two and a half point favorites, TJ Watts back, and that Steelers defense now it's just totally different when Watts playing. Like, yeah, he, he had that insane interception last week. I don't know if you saw really just yeah. jumps in there and grabs it. He's he's ridiculous. He's awesome. Yeah. The crazy yeah. thing is he has done that like four yeah. times too. Yeah. It's like it's the only person that does that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He, he's amazing. So I think from that, we can go into our big three, our top three predictions of this week. My first one is the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers in this game. Mm-hmm. I'd even go Steelers money line. Cool. And – then our next two are the Broncos Panther under. I think you guys, uh, you guys are kind of with me on that one. That's not a bad pick. I can't no. say you're wrong. No, and Bears Jets under. Mm. I feel I feel pretty confident in those Ooh, three. from you. I like it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Zach, let's go to you next, man. Going my Commanders again, minus four. I'm taking them again in my big three back to back weeks. I'm trusting Heineke again. He's going to keep winning for me. I love the commanders again. I'm a homer. Dolphins minus 13. I don't I don't see how the Texans score more than 20 points. And if you can't do that, you're not covering against the Dolphins. So 
taking the Dolphins. And my third one, we're going to wait until college football. We go over that in a little bit, and you, it's going to be the first game that we talk about. I will talk about it later for my third okay. one. I like it. All right, my first one, Tennessee Titans, money line. Probably my favorite butt of the week. Ballsy right there. A dog in the big three. I love it. Love it. You don't want to just take the point to be safe or you're just putting the money line. All right. Yep. Sounds good. No. Since he's not winning that game. Okay. Also, uh, I do have that Cincinnati under 10 wins. Would be huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I love Tennessee this week. Um, also, I love the over enough in that game. Throw it in. Our wow. Cincinnati wow. over 42 and a half. Uh, love okay. it. And oh man, this one is a little bit scary, but I I love taking the points with the Rams this week plus fourteen and a half against Kansas mm-hmm. City. That's, That's either three and our own three. There's no in between there. <laughs> it's three and our own three with you. Hey, I'm ready to sweat. <laughs> Dude, that be with the family all weekend. You know, just try not to uh to to look too into the games that I'm just gonna be sweating my ass off all weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that you you've got some courage, Ethan. Yeah, yes, he, he has his nuts on the table right now. I, he's going for it, man. I need a dog, back. I need a dog in a in a big three with the same game total, and then a fourteen and a half point dog in there. That's it. That's impressive. Yep. Hey, well, we'll see. Let me know next week if it's impressive. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah come in here with my tail my legs. Yes, right. for sure. Squad ride. Who are we going with? Are we going with Vikings or Niners? I I'm kind of I kind of want a Thanksgiving sweat with the boys. I kind of want to take the Vikings minus three here. I like Minnesota more than I like San Fran. And I agree. Let's, let's do it then. I, I love, love it. it. Hey, it's perfect. perfect. We fade them one week, week and, and then, then we trust, trust them the next. That's how, how betting works. works. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's how it works. works. Yeah, yeah. Right, Vikings, Vikings minus three. three. If we, we go to one of those games, then we're Vikings fans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. We all have to get the Viking jerseys so we can yes. hang them up. Yes. I, mean, I, mean, I actually will not take your cousin's jersey. I'm just kidding. I have a vintage uh, Randy Moss somewhere in the closet. Ooh, there you go. There nice. You go, man. Nice. All right. I, I love it. Vikings minus three is a squad ride. I love that. Let's love go. It. I'll bet it now. Yeah, Zach, I'm all in. We're ready to draft with you, man. Let's let's get this Thanksgiving episode rolling. All right. Obviously, Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, same thing as last week. We just do a fancy draft. Uh, I randomly picked the order before the thing. We do a different, uh, I whatever, list every time. We're doing Thanksgiving foods. Your favorite Thanksgiving foods. Three picks each. Uh, the random generator had me first. I believe Ethan was second and Ben third, if I'm – or is it the other way? Ben second. And second, Ethan third, so then Ethan gets two picks on the background. All right. I hate the first pick because it's either really stupid or really bad or really good. I don't know. Um, give me corn pudding with the first pick. Oh, okay. I'm going – I, I don't know if you guys have – I'm assuming people have tried it. It's really good. It's my fifth. It's, it's good. My corn pudding. You have to have it. It's just a nice little side dish with the turkey or ham, whatever you guys eat. Corn pudding is my first pick. Like it, thank you. That's like a Baker Mayfield 2017 pick, kind of just. No, I'm not going with it. About, but I, I, I'm I'm not going with a you know turkey first pick. That's boring. I'm going with corn. Pudding. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Turkey's definitely not the first pick. It's not the second pick either. Mm-hmm. Second pick, stuffing. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Can't go wrong there. Can't. No. No, no, I, I mean, I have that with a side outside of things. Gravy on stuffing, or what do you do? No, 
No, Ooh. if it if it starts getting like really wet and nasty, no, throw Ooh. throw the plate away. I'm a big gravy guy. I can't have. I have to have gravy on everything for things. Gravy for sure. On, on potatoes and the turkey, but not the stuffing, man. Oh, Honestly, oh, gravy would have been my first pick. I don't know if I call it a food, but that I I need that over anything else on the table. <laughs> I'm with you there. I actually have it written down on my list. Just so do I. I have it here as well. Gravy <laughs> on my list too. All right. Well, turkey's still going to be on the table when it comes back around because I will not be taking that either. Oh no. Uh, I'm going to go sweet potatoes. Yep. Absolutely love them. You get a little brown sugar, a little marshmallow in there. Delicious. Uh, it's the one thing that needs to be at every Thanksgiving table, in my opinion. Yes. My second pick, pumpkin pie. I mean, how can you go wrong? God, damn it. You load up on all that salty food and go for a nice good, uh, piece of sweet pumpkin pie. That Oh, man. I can't wait for Thursday. Yes. Those are two strong picks there. I'll give you those ones, Ethan. Thank you. Those were great. I, you guys let me get my number one and number two. So I want to thank you guys and being the uh, number two pick. I knew I had to get one or the other so I could do the camera reveal. So number two, we have cranberry sauce. Oh, nice. Canned cranberry. Not, not, not homemade. It needs mm-hmm. the ridges and everything. Nice. Really? Yes. Yes. Nice. Delicious. Interesting. I like it. It's on wow. my list. It's on my list. So I got two in a row here. All right, I'm going with rolls, just like butter rolls is my like I got uh-huh. it. It's just a classic. I'm I mean corn pudding and rolls, I will have to have them. And I got both of them for me right now. And I'll go with turkey with gravy. With gravy in parentheses. With if it doesn't have gravy, I'm not putting it in my third pick. Yep. Turkey with gravy is my last pick. I got the main dish is my last pick. Come on, I won this one. <laughs> Rolls is a funny one because I take a, a roll every single year and I eat all the other food. And by the time I get to the roll, I'm so full, I throw it away every single year. Eat it when you're eating everything else. I don't know why it just never fails. Every year, I'm like, damn it, I didn't eat the roll again. What are you doing? Never fails. The roll was honorable mention. No, oh, rolls are butter rolls are great, especially if the butter rolls are nice and melted. Oh, God, fantastic. So since you took a turkey and gravy, we can still use gravy, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to just do gravy in general, sure. We're going mashed potatoes and gravy. Nice. We're going the classic. Thank God you put gravy in there. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. Looks like I'm getting my one, two, three on my list. I'll take green bean casserole then. That- oh, that's no. a good one. That's yeah, a good one. I love it. I was debating that. Nice. Yeah, that was a late add to my uh, Thanksgiving tradition. I. Dialed up my grandma a few years ago. Said we need to start getting green. You beans dialed up your grandma. That's you dialed her. Nice. Dialed her. Yep. Nice. From college. So nice. we need green bean casserole this year at Thanksgiving. Nice. She got it going for me, and uh, it's history Perfect. ever since. Got it every year. So I got to ask: Are you guys turkey or ham people? Turkey. Turkey. Okay. Good. Thank you. So am I. Yeah. Are, you, are you guys with, white with gravy? Or with gravy. If you don't have gravy, I think you're kind of. I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah, with gravy. I'm a white meat. Same. I'm as well. Oh, nice. man. Round of white meat. Let's go. Nice. Guys. There we go. Yeah. I don't that. know if we'd share turkey too well, boys. No. No. Decent on that motherfucker right there. <laughs> Favorite bets from other sports. We're going to start with Michigan, Ohio State. I'm rolling Ohio State. Uh, Zach, uh, is this the one that you're passionate about? This is my third big three. 
I'm all over Michigan. Get, you put plus seven and a half in my big three, but I'm taking money line. Ooh. All right. Wow. So, obviously, Blake Horam, he got injured. Like, I, he got hurt last game, came back out at halftime in pads. Harbaugh said he was cleared to go back in. So, I'm guessing he's going to play. Um, I'm guessing they just left him out just for precautionary because that game literally didn't mean anything to them at all, which is why Michigan and Ohio State both had close games because they're looking to this game right here. This is all that mattered for them. Um, Ohio State has key injuries. Smith and Jigba really has – he hasn't played since week one, and what he has, he's been not playing. Running back Williams has been hurt. Henderson banged up again. And other than Marvin Harrison Jr. for the Ohio State, they don't really have any they, – they don't trust anybody. He gets 14 targets a game. I think Michigan's going to key in on them. Uh, Michigan won 40-27 last year, and they're better up front this year, and Corm's better. They're going to punch him in the mouth again. I can tell I'm very passionate about this game. And the weather report, because I know every Ohio State fan needs to hear it because I've been refreshing it for the last fucking 48 weeks. Uh, it's supposed It could be raining around 50 degrees. If it's raining, Michigan is stomping them in that game. Uh, I'm all over Michigan in my big three put plus seven and a half because I'm kind of a pansy, but I'm taking the money line. <laughs> I'm taking the money line as well. I, I'm so, I, I cannot wait for this game. I'm so ready. You're, you're betting the money line. You're putting your money oh, on yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm putting, putting, I'm, I'm putting, putting money, money on, on more, more money on the spread, spread and then sprinkling on, on the home for sure. sure. Like it. Yeah, yes. I'm all in. in. Well, as a Michigan state fan, this is just kind of the game oh. that we just, Oh, man, that's tough. I don't mm. want to root for anybody. Uh, I like Ohio State in this game. I think huge revenge spot. Uh, obviously, Michigan ended their season last year, and I don't think Ohio State lets them do it again. Um, I, Yeah, obviously, if Corum were out. Um, oh, yeah, if Corum's out, I'm not taking that out. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. Yeah. But, like you said, I do think Corum plays. Uh, but, yeah, I just think – Ohio State's just too good. They're too talented to let Michigan get the best of them two years in a row. Um, I Seven and a half, it is a lot for this rivalry game. I don't know if I'll be betting it, but I do like Ohio State to get the win here. Um, I would lean over with Corum, under without him. But I think that seven and a half, that hook, is, is also very telling. I can see it. I think they're going to win, but if Ohio State wins, it's going to be a close touchdown game. Like, oh, I can see, honestly, overtime. Like, I – I think it's going to be a really good, entertaining game. I'm ready. Yeah, it is. I hope so. I probably won't have money on it. I'll just be looking. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone watches a D game. I mean, it's right. just it's it's a classic. It's awesome. Right. That, As that's a Michigan like State the... fan, I just root for a tie. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's as good as college football gets. Michigan it's, and Ohio State. College, college football is great, man. I love it. It is. It is. Notre Dame versus USC. Ethan? You have a strong uh, feeling on this one? You know, I kind of do. I like Notre Dame quite a bit in this game. Uh, I'll take the five and a half. I like the money line as well. Um, Obviously, USC's defense can just get exploited all over the place. Uh, The total is 64 and a half, very high once again. Um, Yeah, I I think Notre Dame can take advantage of this weak USC defense. Um, USC had a tough emotional game with UCLA this past weekend. Um, yeah, I just, I think five and a half points is too much. I think it's probably a field goal game either way. Uh, I might have money on Notre Dame money line as well. Haven't quite gotten there. 
but yeah, I think five and a half is too much. Uh, I would actually lean the under of 64 and a half, but so I, yeah, I, I won't be getting involved with the total. I'm with you, man. I like Notre Dame here. Uh, I love teams in the last season that have nothing to lose. Notre Dame has nothing. USC has everything to lose here. Yeah, they do. They're only five and a half point favorites at home against Notre Dame. I love game five and a half. I'm sprinkling on the ML as well. I think they win this game outright. Uh, Notre Dame's going to ground and pound them. The USC cannot stop the run. Notre Dame loves to run their physical team. I, I also lean the under because I think Notre Dame's going to try to control the clock a lot. Yep. Uh, USC has everything to lose, and I love teams that have nothing to lose in the last week of the season. I love Notre Dame ML too. In a split week, we'll go a round of Notre Dame. Nice. There we go. All right. Who wants to take this one? Oregon versus Oregon State. Uh, I, I got it as well. Okay. I'm, I'm on the dog here too. I might take a three-dog parlay just for fun. I'm on Oregon State here. Back-to-back, back, Bo Nicks games for me. I'm finally starting – me and him are starting to get on par here. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon State plus three. I think they win this game outright as well. Oregon State plays really tough at home every year. They're really good at home. Uh, Bo Nix did not seem fully healthy last week. He played pretty well. Offense wasn't as good as it usually is. Uh, I love Oregon State every time at home in this game. Uh, as I said, Oregon has everything to lose in this game. If they lose and Washington, Washington wins, I believe they do not make the factual championship. So I like Oregon State here at home outright. I, I'll plus three. I'll take two. I'm, t- I'm probably going to take a Michigan, Notre Dame, Oregon State. I'm out for the value for a parlay. I have to. I like it's that. Juicy. I mean, I, like that. I love it. You know, before there was Bo Nix, there was Joey Harrington rocking nice. the, uh, the Oregon there. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I like the dog as well. I will preface, though, I have bet this game each the last two years and I'm 0 2. Um, so you might want to go Oregon. Uh, <laughs> God damn but, it. You know what, Zach, for your sake, I'll go Oregon in this game. Minus three. Nice. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, yeah, it's Oregon State always plays them tough. Uh, Especially at home, man. Oregon State's good at home every It doesn't matter how bad they are and on the road at home, they're always good. Yep. Yeah. I, I probably won't be getting involved for a third year in this game, but I do lean Oregon State. Uh, I do like the money line there as well. Um, and I would lean under on the total. Don't have a huge feeling either way on that either. Um, yeah. This game was kind of tough for me. I I just don't don't really like it anyway. But if I had to go one way or another, Oregon State with the points and under the total of 58. Nice. I'm going to go with Oregon, but this is a, this is a stay away game. Not yeah. I, I wish I agreed with you, but I'm all in on it. I'm going Bo Nix back three weeks in a row. I'm doing it. doing Benny a game that he's in always screws me, but he did me well last week, and I'm gonna be fading him this week. So hopefully he does me well again. There you go. All right. So fan Q and A. We actually have one question on our Twitter from a C Fink House, and he asked, "Does Ethan still think Russell Wilson is better than Patrick Mahomes?" So Ethan, we'll let you answer this one, buddy. Yeah, please go with that. I want to hear this one. Yeah, so, no, Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. However, I will stand by this, that Mahomes inherited everything. I mean, he arguably has the most offensive-minded head coach in the history of the NFL, arguably the best tight end in the NFL, and until this year, he had the fastest receiver in the NFL. Ever. Um, 
he also, Austria, yeah. Yeah. He also, a big part of my argument, this is back when Russ was on Seattle. For sure. Um, yeah. A big part of my argument was that uh, Kansas City had the defense to get the ball back from Holmes if they were to turn it over. When after the Legion of Boom, Russell Wilson really didn't. Uh, in the last two years in Seattle, he was he needed to make plays by himself because he knew his defense was going to give up points on the other end. Um, so, yeah, he didn't make a lot of mistakes, but he made them because he knew, you know, if if we don't get a first down here and go get points, we're going to be giving up points on the back end. Uh, so, no, I don't think Russell is uh, – I, I do think Russell in his prime to Mahomes are comparable – but yeah, Mahomes better quarterback, but he also does have quite the pieces around him. I will say, in terms of quarterbacks, the situation matters so much. Like, I, in my opinion, I've never been a fan of Mac Jones. If he went anywhere but the Patriots, I don't think he'd be starting anymore. I, yeah. I really, I think situation does matter. Like Russell Wilson got put in a perfect spot when he was in the league in the beginning with the Legion of Boom, yeah. and then he showed himself after. I, I actually kind of agree with you in terms of. They were close, and Russ was like was when, when Russ was Russ. I do agree. Yeah, actually, I, I would like to see how say Lamar Jackson would be on the Chiefs. I'm curious because mm-hmm. um, that just adds another. You know, he's obviously not the thrower that Mahomes is, or maybe the uh, you know he doesn't quite get loose and still keep his eyes downfield and make plays like Mahomes does. But he does add that running aspect, um, or maybe a Josh Allen. You know, it would be interesting to see how some of these other guys would fare with. Travis Kelsey, other expo or disposable, well, and I don't think um, yeah. I think two is a perfect example. Like last year, he's throwing to Lynn Bowden, and he has nobody, and then he gets guys this year, and look how he's an MVP candidate. Literally, I mean, right. you got you got to get guys. You can't if that's a quarterback to just do everything for you in the end. So I, I do. So situation matters so much. Yep, I do agree. And the right, you like this. I have a Tua MVP ticket. Fifty. I would say that's probably until Mahomes doesn't stop. So right. I think I think it's Mahomes' award to lose. I mean, I don't want him to get hurt, but that's the only way I think Tua would right. have a chance. I mean, maybe if they get a better record and Tua's lighting it up, I could see it because it's, you know, MVP storylines too. It is. So, yeah. Ben, I'm curious. What's your take? Mahomes till you die? I I just want – this might be old news, so I want you guys to correct me if I'm wrong. But does Mahomes have more MVP wins than Wilson has MVP votes? Probably. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't think he's ever gotten a vote. Isn't that a stat? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. Good argument. Storyline based. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, I don't think he's ever has Wilson ever had a five thousand passing yards, fifty touchdown season. No, he's never had the stats. <laughs> we, we 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 get it. <laughs> I I might be arguing peak peak potential versus uh, all time. Like if you look yeah. at the whole thing, but man, I it, it's it. Might still be too early to tell, but I mean, I think Mahomes is just in his perfect spot to just get just every year is going to be really good. I mean, yeah. hey, yeah. uh, Russ does have a pretty deep ball, though. I will say that they're actually very similar quarterbacks. Like, they all both just like when Russ was on in Seattle, he just made random plays out of the pocket, just mm-hmm. running around in circles and throwing the ball deep. Mahomes is kind of the same in terms yeah. of making yeah. plays. They, yeah, yeah, they, the Mahomes magic has a better arm. I mean, no one has really a better arm than he does. Mahomes too has such amazing pocket presence. Oh my yeah. god! It just yeah. it, it's like yeah. he can it's feel natural. where every defender yeah. is around him. It's natural, yeah. yeah. And can I argue that they both have one Super Bowl win, 
And Russ, his Super Bowl win was on the back of that really should, good defense. Should have two, by the way. Hang the fucking ball. He should. He yeah. should. And uh, I guess, yeah, they're both one and one in the Super Bowl, aren't they? Yep. Mahomes will probably get there again. And I don't think I don't know if Russ is ever getting there again. So, yeah. At least where he's right now, it's just not looking good for him. <laughs> yeah. I think that question, I think they were doing you dirty, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. They set you up. But this has <laughs> been, yeah. This is years in the making. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, our last thing before we head out, Zach, I want to hear about what's coming up in your life, man. Yeah. So, you know, obviously Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, I'm doing something very interesting, I guess you could say, um, called the Turkey Testicle, Ve- Testicle <laughs> Festival. Before anyone says anything, before anyone just starts, you know, what the hell is going on, there's literally a festival made after turkey testicles. So I have to naturally have to try it. I mean, they're not making a festival for for it to be shit. I mean, it has to be taste somewhat good. So uh, I will be, I'm assuming there's some, there has to be some gravy on there. I'm not eating a, a, dry, a dry testicle out there um, in the cold. Uh, so yeah, uh, over under for me on testicle eating is seven and a half, probably. Ooh. Depending how much drinks I'm getting in. I don't know. We'll see. I was going to say. Yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on the over/under. I'll give it a nice rating on one out of ten next week. I'm very, vote. I'm very excited for it. Actually, vote in the comments over/under. Yeah, seven, yeah. seven and a half. I mean, if I get some drinks to me, I can see some testicles being flown in and out. So, Ben, you you take the over, the under, and I'll take the other one. What do you want, Zach? I'm looking at you, man. I I think you can do it. I'm taking the over. All right, easy. I'll take the under. The festival is named after it. It has to taste somewhat good. There's just it doesn't make sense why it would be bad. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say these turkey testicles are just bigger than you're expecting, and you got two full really? before you hit eight. So okay, I'll, I'll take the under just to be different. Fine. Just to be That's different. Fine. That's fine. I'm all I'm all in though. I'm ready. I'm. I've, <laughs> it's not gonna be a new experience. That's for sure. <laughs> How how yeah, are these served? Yeah. Is this like out of a tent, like fair style? It's like uh, I, I I you have you know your guess as good as mine. I have no idea what I'm walking into. I don't know. If people are just holding them around, just like <laughs> handing them out. I have no clue. Exactly. Right? I've never eaten testicles before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very ready. Well, I'm <laughs> excited for the uh, the post testicle festival report. Oh, I don't know. I might be like on my stomach. I feel like shit. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I'll definitely give one out. At uh, the beginning of the show, I'll give a nice rundown of how I how I think it went. So cool. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, make sure you follow all of our social media, uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, where we might post some of this uh, testicle festival fun. Follow oh, us too. on uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Better Green. That's Better B E T T O R Green. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you get your podcasts at Better and Green. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube so you're notified whenever we post a new video. Watch our video form where you can see some of the content of things that me and Zach and Ethan will randomly hold up throughout the video that you miss in the audio podcast. And make sure you guys listen in so you can cash out on next week's episode. I'm Ben. That's Ethan and Zach. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving.